windows and shots fired the united states capitol building breached by a violent mob of president trump's supporters as lawmakers barricaded in offices rioters roamed freely and right now with the city of washington dc under curfew the senate is back to work and not backing down a january 6th will go down as one of the darkest days in recent American history. And from one of our darkest days to the core of our democracy tonight, right now the Senate is in session inside the Capitol building, refusing to be intimidated and promising to finish what they started, counting the votes to certify President-elect Joe Biden. Good evening, I'm Christine Johnson. I'm Maurice Dubois. The images from earlier today almost did not seem real. They still don't. Capitol Police with guns drawn moments before those protesters stormed the chambers. And lawmakers told to evacuate also given gas masks to protect them from tear gas fired in the rotunda. And a big sigh of relief for the Senate as they managed to salvage the electoral college ballots just before the rioters broke in. We have team coverage tonight on the crisis at the Capitol. Jessica Layton will have reaction. Alexander Cardos for January 8, uh, 12, 2021, the first show of 2021. This is the Alexander News Show. Thank you all for tuning in to this show and welcome. And I want to wish all of you, my my listeners that have been listening to this show for the past couple of years and first time listeners, a happy new year and a happy 2021. Anyways, I want to get into the civil unrest that has broken out in our country. Um, the insurrection created by Donald Trump, our president. You heard footage from the rioters 
They stormed the Capitol building last week. The Congress and Senate, the House of Representatives and the Senate, was trying to certify the elections when they were interrupted by a, a mob of rioters, mostly MAGA. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I, I was looking at the entire video and I've been doing my research. And they were all MAGA rioters. Some of them extremists. And like, unbelievable. This has never happened in our history. It's definitely not in my lifetime. And I'm 43 years old going on 44. Um, anyways, you heard footage. And before I go any further again, I want to wish you all a happy new year. Thank you for tuning in for the first time. If you haven't listened to this show, the Alexander News Show, well, thank you for tuning in. This is the first show of the year. And for those of you that have been listening for a long time, again, I want to say thank you for being loyal. And again, this is the first show, the first Alexander News Show of 2021. So this, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I believe that this country is, in a, is in, a, in a civil war. And I'll tell you why it's in a civil war. Because of what happened last week, the some of the now I supported Donald Trump. I supported him. I voted for him in 2016 and 2020. And after what happened last week, I I really don't feel like I can support this president any longer. I can't support him. And I'll tell you, we're going to talk about this, and we're going to get into more in depth of why I don't support him anymore. Um, I was looking at the rioters. They stormed the the uh, Capitol, U.S. Capitol building, the U.S. House of Representatives, and the Senate to try to stop the certification of the electoral votes from all 50 states. And they temporarily halted the whole process. But in the end, Joe Biden was certified and he's going to be our next president of the United States come January 20. And it was, and this was mostly MAGA rioters. Um, I was, let me explain to you. I was at a protest last week in Miami, Florida, on Bird Road, and by like close to 87th Avenue was a restaurant called La Carreta. So La Carreta Restaurant. They actually are owned by Versailles Restaurant. Very famous restaurant that a lot of politicians go to. So anyway, this is a hangout where a lot of Trump supporters protest. So they were protesting last week. And ladies and gentlemen, go to the YouTube channel. I mean, go to my uh, Instagram. I'm sorry, not Instagram. I mean, I have a YouTube and I have an Instagram and it's Alexander News Show. But I want you to go to my Twitter, Alexander News SH. I was basically, um, I basically aired live footage of the protests. It was a small Trump protest. And I have to be honest with you, I, there comes a point, ladies and gentlemen, where you have to be rational and you have to come to a realization of things. Now, was there voter fraud? Yes, there was voter fraud. Um, I can tell you, and we're, we're going to talk about that really quick, but I, I can tell you that there comes a time in your life, okay, where you just have to say enough is enough and we got to move on with our lives because if we don't move on with our lives, we're going to be looking at, if you want to look at it from a personal angle, from a point, personal point of view, you reach a point in your life where 
if you don't move on and you keep dwelling on the past and dwelling on something like beating a dead a dead cow and you're beating a dead cow and a dead cow is not going to respond a cow is not going to respond back you know what you're going to be on your deathbed you'll be 75 years old in your deathbed wishing that you could have turned the page and with these elections yes there was voter fraud do i feel that trump was cheated and do I feel that there was cheating in this election, presidential elections? Of course there was. There's widespread evidence of this. And I can give you a couple of examples. But you know what? It's the deep, what I mentioned in this show and the last couple of shows that I did about the voter fraud. Basically, ladies and gentlemen, this is how it comes down to the deep state. The deep state didn't want Trump to get reelected another four years. And so even though there was widespread voter fraud, and there's evidence of it. Guess what? Let me be honest with you. The deep state doesn't want Trump to be elected for another four more years. That's just the way it is. Bottom line. And you have, from the Democrat Party, you have the moderate Democrats. You got also the Communist Party USA Democrats. The extreme Democrats. Then you have, from the Republican side, the party of Bush. The Bushes. The, but, the party that is run by the Bushes, by the fa- Bush family, there's no no doubt about it, no question. And I will tell you right now, who runs the Republican Party are the Bushes. And it's all because Donald Trump in 2016 embarrassed Jeb Bush in one of those presidential debates, you remember that. And of course, the Bushes, the Bush family never forgot about that. They never forgot about that. They never forgot about that day when Trump embarrassed and humiliated Jeb Bush. And guess what? Ever since that day, the Bushes have had it have had it for basically for Donald Trump. So when you look at it, you also have to think the tech, the tech peoples from Silicon Valley, Twitter, Facebook, and of course Amazon. You know, Bezos. Uh, Jack Dorsey, Mark Zuckerberg, and a lot of other um, people from Silicon Valley, the billionaires in Silicon Valley, and then of course you got the rest. There's a lot of other billionaires, um, what I call the top one percent, top two percent. They didn't want Trump to be president for another four more years. And of course you got the news media, which ninety percent of it is communist, and. And of course, you got some Republicans in the news media as well. It's the numbers are overwhelming. It's the deep state. They didn't want Trump elected. He didn't. They, they didn't want Trump for another four more years. They uh, so that's what happened. That's why. Hey, you know what? Even though there's voter fraud, we don't want Trump. We're gonna keep. We're gonna elect Biden. No matter what, we're gonna certify Biden. We're gonna certify him. We're gonna certify him and Kamala Harris, the vice president. And that's the deep state, ladies and gentlemen. And that's pretty much it. So, you know, last week, um, like I said, there comes a point where you can contest the election. Well, we're going to talk about last week real quick. But you can contest the elections. But it comes to the point where even the Supreme Court, which uh, there's three justices that Trump put in the Supreme Court. And they all rejected the lawsuits that Trump the Trump campaign uh, went ahead and submitted to the Supreme Court. And the lower courts, of course, the other 
lower federal courts of appeals. The Georgia results, the Pennsylvania results, the Wisconsin, the Michigan, Nevada. At the end of the day, it comes down to this. The Supreme Court rejected a couple of the lawsuits that were filed by the Trump campaign. When is enough? When is enough is enough? Okay? Is up, up to how much can you continue going forward? And the question is, Trump should have stopped right around December 15th, 16th, when the Electoral College certified the elections. And when they reached the point where the Supreme Court rejected the ballots, one of the lawsuits, when Trump had one of his lawsuits rejected by the Supreme Court, that's when he should have just come to the realization and realized, I ain't going to win this thing. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to try to have a smooth transition of power, change of power, transition, change of power from my administration to Biden. Now, I know what Trump should have done, and we're talking back in about a month ago, in the middle of December, he should have gone ahead and he should have come out and said, I accept defeat, even though I know there's election fraud, but I accept defeat. I accept the results of the fact that I was cheated of, of another four more years. I know there's election fraud, but I'm going to accept that, that Biden's going to be now the next president. Because no matter what I throw out there, there's no way I'm going to get another four more years because the Supreme Court just rejected one of my lawsuits. And that was the end of it. Period. So now, fast forward, and last week, Trump had, um, there was a big MAGA protest. Save America protest. Bunch of Trump supporters were in D.C. protesting. Trump spoke, and he incited the MAGA protesters. Now, I'm not going to say all of the protesters went ahead and attacked the Capitol building, but it was a, a there was a number, a small number of those protesters that are the MAGA supporters that went and stormed the building. Trump, after he spoke, and after he, in what I heard from the speech, incited, motivated and incited the crowd, they went and they stormed the Capitol building, and and there you go. One of the there's one. Uh, there were six people that died. One of the people that died of, was a, a Capitol police officer. He got killed. He was killed by one of the MAGA protesters with a fire. He was hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. The officer got killed. Total of six people. And I have to blame Trump for this because he incited the MAGA crowd by telling them well, we need to fight, go all the way to the Capitol building and fight. Make your verses heard. Make your voices heard. And you heard on the live video footage um, basically the rioters because these are all, what they are is rioters. They're not protesters. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it all here at the beginning of the show. 
And I blame Trump for this. Now, do I support Trump? No, I don't support him anymore. Because of what happened. Because what? Because now, there's going to be a cost. There's going to be a consequence. We have all this that's happening. And the reason, again, I don't support Trump is because of what happened last week. I cannot support Trump. I can't support him because of what occurred last week. Um, it doesn't take away the fact that he did a good job as president of the United States. But he... Um, that's one thing. But him acting in a way of inciting violence... And promoting violence with his MAGA protesters. Some of them, not all of them, because not all MAGA people, all people that voted for Trump, not all of them are crazy and extremists. But there's a small crowd. There's a small group. And it's that small group that attacked the Capitol building and and includes killing a police officer. Things get out of hand. Things have gotten out of hand. And it just now makes things worse for us Trump voters. Us people that voted for Trump. Because let me make no mistake about this. This is ammunition. This is fuel and ammunition for the left. For the Communist Party USA. For the Biden, for the upcoming Biden administration. For a future Kamala Harris administration. This is a this is fuel. And ammunition to end, and an even motivation to end free speech in our country. Once and for all. This has weakened the Republican Party. It has weakened our government. This is a bad situation. Trump, instead of helping things and saying enough is enough and what he should have done was come December 15 after the Electoral College certified the election and he, even when he saw that the Supreme Court saw you know when the Supreme Court rejected one of his lawsuits Trump should have gone ahead and, ex- and just accepted the whole thing and just said okay you know what I I know there's voter fraud but it's okay there's voter fraud but I understand I'm not going to get another four more years I will work with the Biden administration with Joe Biden for a smooth change of, you know, change and transition. Change of power from my administration to Biden. Come January 20, everything will be fine and dandy. And all this actually would have made strong uh, Trump even stronger. And made the Republican Party even stronger. But because of what happened last week. An attempt to hijack our government. By some MAGA thugs. This has weakened. And in the Republican Party. And it has even weakened. The Trump voters. And has emboldened. The Democrat Party. And the Communist Party USA. And so. That's why I don't support Trump anymore. And I'm kind of glad. That Twitter. Kicked him out. I'm glad that they blocked his account. The Facebook kicked him out. Because moving forward, if if Twitter did not 
block Donald Trump and take him out. And and Facebook, if they didn't take out Trump from his Facebook account and, and Instagram, anything that Trump would have written would have just been promoting violence and promoting more violence and violence and violence and promoting hatred. Now, let me. I'm going to talk about the BLM slash Antifa Antifa thugs. But this, there's no excuse for what happened last week. No excuse for what happened last week, because what happened last week is is the kind of stuff that happens in some of the African countries. The kind of stuff that happens maybe in for like Venezuela. In some of the South, Central and South American countries. In another country around the world, like a third world country. Ladies and gentlemen, we're America. We are the land with a constitution, the best constitution in the entire world. Though it's not perfect, we're still the greatest country in the world. And for this to happen, it weakens us as a society, as a nation, as a country. It weakens us are standing in the world. And what happened last week, I put it on Trump. I blame Trump for it. It doesn't take away from the fact that he did a good job as president of the United States. But what killed Trump in the elections, what costed him the elections is not only voter fraud. There was voter fraud. And I will tell you why there's voter fraud. I'm going to tell you, give you a couple of examples, but it's his rhetoric. It's his rhetoric. His rhetoric. He doesn't control himself. He has no self-control. And that, ladies and gentlemen, it fueled some um, division in our country. He's one of the reasons why there were tensions in our country. What, you want me to lie to you and just and be, you know, and be like, look, I'm not a I'm not a water carrier and I'm not a cheerleader for Trump. I'm not Mark Levin. I'm not Michael Savage. I'm Alexander Cardos, host of the Alexander News Show, a realist. I'm not going to cheer and support Trump, even when he makes a mistake. And though he did good fighting illegal immigration, standing up to the Chinese, and in our economy was doing very well with Trump. He made our economy better. I can't. I cannot let it slide for his rhetoric. There's no way in hell that I can let him slide. And what happened last week emboldened has emboldened the Communist Party USA, the Democrat Party, and has weakened our free speech. And though I'm glad that Twitter took Trump out. This is a great example as to why now free speech is in danger in our country. Because the the people that are really in charge of our country, of our society, isn't our senators and our representatives... And our president, it's Jack Dorsey, it's Jeff Bezos, it's Mark Zuckerberg, it's the guy from Google 
the CEO. It's the executives and the people that run Silicon Valley. They're the ones that are in charge. Because if Jack Dorsey, with a click of a hand, click of the mouse, can ban Donald Trump, the most powerful person in the world, he's the leader of the free world, Jack Dorsey can do this. He can do that to, this to anybody. And it has weakened our free speech. And has made it easy for us, for the, for the big powerful guns like Silicon Valley and our government. Mainly the, the left, which is the Communist Party USA, to restrict into a, even a, to a certain extent, maximum extent, in the future ban our constitutional right to speak freely against issues that are affecting our country and against politicians. I may not be able to do this show much longer because of what Trump did. Because of what Trump did. I'm not going to, I may not be able to. How long will it be before podcasts start getting um, scrutinized How long will it be before podcast shows like mine start getting censored? It may be sooner than what you think. Um, So I don't support Trump for what he did. He's at fault. He He is to blame for inciting this violence. And it's a shame because I really liked him as a person I liked him he is he is a bulldog he is a bear he doesn't take shit from anyone and I loved him for that I liked him and I loved not liked him I loved him I looked up to him for that I still look up to him in the aspect that he stands up for himself and for a lot of other people and he's not a pushover but I now do not support him and I dislike him because he took things too far and he has no self-control. So now, ladies and gentlemen, before I go any further, that's why I don't support Trump anymore. And again, doesn't take away that he did a good job as president, standing up to the Chinese, our economy was doing good, did good before the COVID-19. It was making a comeback. I think his response to the coronavirus was pretty decent. He wasn't, though not perfect, but I think he did an okay job with the coronavirus response. But I can't, I cannot let him slide for what happened last week. These mega thugs, these rioters storming the Capitol building to hijack our government. Because that's basically what they did. They hijacked our government. Once you start, once you set foot in one of the cap, into the Capitol building to disrupt the, ele- the the certification of the election, the electoral votes. Once you do that, all bets are off. You're hijacking our government. It's a coup. That's why. And Trump incited all this. He promoted all this. He pushed for all this. And what's even more disgusting is there was a video. There's a video with the song Gloria being played. 
right before the rioters, the thugs, MAGA thugs, stormed the Capitol building. And you see Trump there, and you see his inner circle, his family, celebrating, dancing. Like they kind of knew that these rioters and these thugs were all going to go and attack and hijack the Capitol building. Oh, my God. Well, before I go any further, so this is why I don't support Trump anymore. I don't, I can't back him. If I had to, if the elections were all over today, all over, if we had to go back, if actually, let me mention this. If we had the elections again today, Trump versus Biden, I wouldn't vote. I mean, I will not vote for Biden, but I wouldn't vote for, I wouldn't vote for Trump because of this. I take back my vote, as a matter of fact. I take back my vote. And that's, that's just where, this is where I'm at. This is where I feel. How I feel. Where I stand. Ladies and gentlemen, anyways. It's um, January 12, 2021. The first show of the year. 2021. Alexander New Show. I've been on a hiatus. Sort of like in a hiatus. Doing shows here and there. You know. This is the first show of 2021. The first Alexander New Show. We're going to have a big year this year. We're going to be talking a lot about China. I'm going to have a lot of China news. And I'm going to have talk about local issues here. So, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that I would like to talk to you about in regards to the Chinese government. The Chinese Communist Party. Because they are, guess what? Their mission and their agenda and the goal is to take over the world. And we're going to talk about them a lot this year and we're going to talk and we're going to discuss local issues and we're still going to talk politics and but today we're going to talk about the insurrection Trump's insurrection Trump's civil unrest I think I'm going to name it Trump's civil unrest um, you can follow this show okay on Twitter Alexander News SH you can follow me on Twitter Alexander News SH and I have a YouTube channel. I'm going to see if I can post a new video of the protest that occurred last week in Westchester of the small, it's a tr- small Trump protest. But I look at these Trump protesters, they're the same ones, same group of individuals. I think it's a small group of individuals that they go out there. They were even there yesterday protesting. They were, no, it, actually it was Sunday. I'm sorry. It was Sunday. They were protesting. It's the same Trump voters, okay, protesters. They're right there in La Carreta. And they were saying, one of the one of the individuals, I actually interviewed him. You can go to Alexander News Show on, you know, you can catch my, my Twitter, Alexander News SH, my Twitter handle. And you can see the video. An 82-year-old man, I think he, he sounded smart, but he sounded kind of misinformed. Saying that that this whole thing was started by Antifa and BLM protesters. I was looking because I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. And after I spoke to him, I was looking to see were there any BLM slash Antifa protesters in Washington, D.C. last week. And I believe this occurred. Actually, I believe this was on Wednesday when this happened, by the way. And I could swear, I swear to God, I did not see one Antifa or one BLM. Most of these protesters 
were MAGA Trump supporters, protesters. I saw a bunch of red, 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 red. And of course, not all the protesters, not all the supporters that were there in D.C. to march went and stormed the building. It's a small group. The extremists, the thugs that went and stormed the Capitol building. But I didn't see any Antifa. I didn't see any BLM. And so, you were wrong, man. And you guys, if you say that it, that Antifa or BLM were the ones that incited this violence and started this whole thing, well, you're wrong. And if you're saying, well, it's the Antifa and BLM thugs that were the ones that stormed the Capitol building and they... And the video in the, in the communist news media is went ahead and put, um, you know, colors and pictures and, and made the Antifa thugs and the BLM thugs more like MAGA individuals, rioters. Because, you know, you could do a lot of things with a camera and with a TV. I'm sorry to tell you that's not the case. And actually, I'm not sorry. Because there was no Antifa. And there was no BLM. This is Trump. This isn't Trump. And I'm not going to... And I'm telling you right now, I know a lot of you that are listening to the show are Trump supporters. And you're going to be mad at me. And you may say, well, he's a turncoat. Alexander Carlos is a turncoat. Well, that's too freaking bad. Excuse my French, let me say a, let me say a bad word. That's too fucking bad. Yeah, I can say bad words until this gets censored. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to carry a cooler for Trump. Because at the end of the day, Trump doesn't pay my bills. And when he's done good, he's done good. And I'm the first one on this show that, that has spoken and defended him. And I've defended him on my Twitter. But guess what? He's wrong. He's wrong. And to be honest with you, I think he should resign. He should resign and let Pence become president. Trump should resign. Trump's been weakened. All this that happened is on Trump. And what should happen is that Trump should resign. Now. I'm going to tell you, this is where I stand. I've explained to you my piece. Now. What I feel about Trump. And if you don't. If you still are trying to figure out. Whether I support Trump or not. You're going to have to tune back. To this show. The one that I'm doing right now. Play back this show. And you will listen to my comments. Because I'm not going to repeat myself again. We're 35 minutes into this show. Almost 36 minutes. You can find this show. Follow me. I've been trying to say this. But I'm, I'm trying to explain where I stand with Trump. Go to my Twitter, Alexander News SH. I have a YouTube channel and I have an Instagram, which I want to put that video from last week. I want to put it up. So give me a couple of days, ladies and gentlemen, because I will put it up on the, on my Instagram and on my YouTube channel. Alexander News Show is on Instagram and on a YouTube channel as well. Alexander News Show, you can find videos there. On both of those platforms, but more like Alexander, uh, more like YouTube. 
because Alexander Newshaw, the whole entire brand, I'm tr this year is going to be the year that I try and I'm going to eventually make it grow and it's going to be a big thing. I got big plans for that. Now, as far as this uh, show, you can catch it on iHeartRadio podcast platforms, podcasts, and most other podcast platforms like Google, iTunes, Apple, Spotify. You just type in Alexander News Show, boom, and I show up. Now, this is the first show of 2021. And yes, you can follow it on Twitter. Find me on Twitter. Anything about the show, Alexander News SH on Twitter. So now I, that I tell you about where I stand with Trump, I'm going to discuss some of the examples of election fraud. Illegal immigrants. Illegal immigrants. Illegal immigrants. In some of the states like Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania. They voted for Trump. There were a lot, a lot of illegal immigrants that are not supposed to vote. They're not supposed to vote. But they went ahead and they voted. Against Trump. And they voted for Biden is what I meant to say what I meant to say. So you have illegal immigrants in California. You have illegal immigrants in Arizona. You have illegal immigrants in these other states, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan. They all voted for Biden. So you, so you start putting in the illegal immigrant vote. Okay? Because there was a lot of illegal immigrants and there's no voter ID laws. There's none. Okay. Then you have dead people that voted. And then you have ballots, okay, that were for Trump, that were sitting in the post offices all across in some of these states, that were tossed. They never went to be counted. Okay. And then, of course, you have people that voted two, three times. And, of course, you have the deep state. And all that is a recipe for election fraud. There you go. That's it. You're going to tell me that dead people didn't vote in this election? People that died a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, they went ahead and the, the ballots are still submitted. Voter fraud is huge when you vote by mail. There's no way to verify if a dead person, a person that's dead, voted, and if they actually are a dead person or a real person, when they vote by mail and send in a mail ballot, regular mail ballot, because one thing is regular mail ballot, and another thing is an absentee ballot. An absentee ballot is more legit and can be verified a lot more than a regular than a regular mail ballot. And you have a lot of dead people. In Nevada, Arizona, Michigan, Georgia. These states that Trump had to win, that voted. A lot of dead people. Trump ballots, people that voted for Trump. A lot of these ballots in the post offices. That were sitting there and then eventually they were tossed. And of course, illegal immigrants voting. Tons of illegal immigrants and people voting two, three times. And there's no border of ID laws, nothing. And it's the deep state. So yeah, yeah, you can see where, I, I can see where Biden cheated. 
hey, this is how the Democrats win. This is how the Democrats have are in power in California. This is how the Democrats are in power in New York and in Illinois. It's a one-party system in these states. And it, it turned out to be, hey, guess what? A one-party system now in our entire country. So the, for so that's the election fraud right there in a nutshell. So that's it. Let's move on. So now the hypocrisy. Let's talk about the hypocrisy. Can we? Um, what happened when George Floyd spoke? Uh, actually, got killed senselessly, senselessly by that Minneapolis police officer cop. When they killed him, and all of a sudden, the riots starting, not only in Minneapolis. But all across our country, and we had BLM slash Antifa slash regular thugs, agitators, burning police cars, attacking police officers, attacking certain individuals, mainly white folks, burning buildings, looting. This is the hypocrisy. Where was the media? In protesting, because they have a right to protest what happened last week. And to, to denounce what happened last week. But where were they? We're talking about the media. They have a right again. Let me take this back. Let me, let me take this back and let me repeat this again. When George Floyd was killed senselessly by the Minneapolis cop and a couple of the other cops and these rioters, these thugs from Antifa, BLM, which are the military wing, in my opinion, of the Communist Party USA, okay, that they are the ones that are running the Democrat Party and not Joe Biden. And they and some of the agitators that may not be affiliated with BLM or Antifa, but they were a part of it too. And all, and all it would ha- was happening was they were burning our cities down all across the United States, causing unrest. And it didn't last a week. It lasted months. It lasted three, four months. And it continued mainly in Portland and Seattle and, of course, a couple of other cities across the United States. Where was the media back then in denouncing and recognizing that this is going on? That these thugs were causing unrest. Because make no mistake about it, the Civil War started months ago. Months ago, ladies and gentlemen. It didn't start last week. The Civil War, what I call Civil War in our country... Civil unrest slash civil war started when that innocent black man got killed, George Floyd, by that Minneapolis police officer. That's where it all started. And so, though the media has every right to denounce what happened last week, and I'm denouncing what happened last week, and I don't support Trump for it, not anymore. 
Where was the media? Just like they denounced what happened last week. Why didn't they denounce these thugs for burning our cities down three, four months ago? All that civil unrest slash civil war that was going on. Because it was, it's a civil war. They didn't denounce it. They didn't say anything about it. They actually supported the thugs that were burning our cities down. And how can that how can last week be worse than what happened four months ago? How can it be worse? I'm gonna throw you all this question. How can it be worse? It's not worse, it's the same thing. What happened last week is the same thing that these thugs from the left, the left wing, were doing. Except they did it for four, three, four months. And even to the point where it was basically the war on the police. They were taking on the police, fighting the police, hurting police officers. As a matter of fact, I believe there were even a couple of cops that were killed with this whole entire George Floyd civil unrest. Where's the media? They didn't denounce anything, any of that. They didn't, they didn't denounce it. They didn't call out any of the thugs from four months ago. And the Democrat Party, the Democrat politicians from Washington in general, even some of the Republicans, the Republicans, spineless, they didn't denounce any of this that was going on four or five months ago. But no, they'll denounce, they'll denounce these, these spineless Republicans, some of them, and the Democrat Party, and in general, the regular Democrat Party, and the one of the Communist Party USA, no, they'll denounce the MAGA rioters storming the Capitol building. But they won't denounce the thugs. They'll denounce those, they're MAGAs, but they won't denounce the thugs, and they won't, they didn't speak out against the thugs. The BLM slash Antifa thugs. They didn't speak out of, against them when they were burning buildings down, looting no, they didn't speak out against those thugs four months ago. My God, the hypocrisy. How big it is. Take it a step further. So Jack Dorsey, Twitter, which is the biggest, biggest fraud, and they're the biggest hypocrites, Twitter and Jack Dorsey. So they go and they allow, they, they take out Trump, and I'm for that. I'm glad they took Trump out because Trump being on Twitter, I'm, I'm telling you right now, he would have been kept on Twitter. He would have just incited more violence and made things just much worse with his tweeting. He's got 87 million followers. But why do you still allow Maduro to be on Twitter? Jack Dorsey, why do you still allow the Ayatollah from Iran to be on Twitter? Why do you allow some of the Antifas and BLM um, rioter slash organization slash agitators and even Lures Farrakhan to be on Twitter because they're still on Twitter and they promote violence just like the MAGAs those people promote violence but you allow them they're still there but then you took out Trump you took Trump out and you took out some of the MAGAs MAGA people you know that's a I mean to me that's a double standard and it's hypocrisy. So you, su- 
but it's very simple, ladies and gentlemen. Twitter works for the Communist Party USA. Facebook works for the Communist Party USA. That's it. That's your answer. That's it. And that's why I'm pissed. And that's why I don't support Trump. Because instead of Trump just saying, you know what? That's fine. There was election fraud. I know there was election fraud. But we tried to fight this. You didn't know fighting Trump. He should have just said, okay, let's just, you know what? I'm going to run in 2024. Let's just let bygones be bygones. I'm going to help Biden, you know, with the transition, blah, blah, blah. But no, what happened last week just made things, you just made things worse. But yeah, there's a hypocrisy and there's a double standard. So, you know, so where do we go from here? I want you to listen to this witch, Nancy Pelosi, who, who I despise, really despise her. I despise her so much. I want you to listen to her. Is anybody running the executive branch of the government? Who is running the executive branch? Well, sadly, the person who's running the executive branch is a deranged, unhinged, dangerous president of the United States. And only a number of days until uh, we can be protected from him. Uh, But he has done something so serious uh, that there should be prosecution against him. Deranged? Nancy Pelosi? Are you sure you're not the one that's deranged? You're one of the you're one of the agitators as well. You should have been you should be and actually you should have been impeached. Months ago, if not years ago. Because you are also an agitator. You are an agitator. You are a divider. Just like Trump, who I don't support anymore. I definitely don't support you. And I despise you because you are a divider and you are a deranged woman. Plus your district, your congressional district, has the highest homeless problem in the entire country. It is disgusting and it's filthy. Nancy Pelosi. But the media loves her. The communist media loves her. They love Nancy Pelosi. They love her. They suck her ass. They suck her ass. And it's okay for her to divide. It's okay for her to conquer. It's okay for AOC to divide. It's okay for Chuck Schumer to divide. It's okay for Jack Dorsey to take Trump out, but not take out Maduro and some of these BLM thugs that are on Twitter promoting hate and violence like Sean King. Because you got Sean King writing writing hatred against white folk. I mean, it's okay for Zuckerberg to ban Trump, but not to ban BLM slash Antifa thugs from writing or Sean King or Maduro on, 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 on Facebook or Instagram. And it's okay for these politicians to speak out against us that don't, that don't cause violence because I'm totally against violence. But they'll, they'll think of us as us being... The rioters, the bad people, like myself, which I'm not. 
Because I totally am against violence of any kind. Totally against what happened last week. But they'll speak out against us. They'll go against us. And if they can trample us, stump on us, they will. Because they want to promote just their one agenda, which is the left-wing communist agenda, which doesn't work. So all you stupid idiots that voted for Biden, okay, you're going to get your wish. You're going to get your government and be ready what's going to come for you. And we're going to have shows about this. We're going to talk about Biden. We're not going to do it today, though. I wanted to talk about Trump's big mistake. But yeah, what's the double standard and hypocrisy? I mean, it's okay for Jack Dorsey to ban Trump, but he's not. But it's 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 okay for him to do that, but it's not okay to ban Maduro, like I mentioned, or ban the Ayatollah, or to ban the Louis Farrakhan, that piece of crap, or some of these BLM slash Antifa thugs, or for Zuckerberg to do the same thing, or for Pelosi, who's deranged, for the media to love Pelosi. They love her when she says Trump is deranged. The number one show right now on cable, cable news talk show right now, is the Rachel Maddow show on MSNBC. Yeah, oh yeah. The Communist Party USA has the entire country, all these people, completely brainwashed. And that's why I'm pissed and I'm upset at Trump because you have been emboldened. And you are, with what happened last week, you have divided the country even more, Donald Trump. And that's why you should resign. You should resign and let Pence be president because you should do what's good for the country, not for yourself. You're only thinking of yourself, Trump. What happened last week, you just made things worse. But those of you that voted for Biden, you're going to get a lot of Biden now for the next four years. Be ready. Because if you think Trump was bad before before the craziness that happened in the Capitol last week, we're going to talk about before the elections, before Trump lost the election. When you voted for Biden over Trump, and make no mistake, there was voter fraud. Had there not been any voter fraud, Trump would have won. But if, but, but hey, that's that's gone. That's a foregone conclusion. That's gone. That's that's in the past. Time to move forward. You wanted, you thought Trump was bad. This guy Biden is going to be worse. He's going to be worse. And the Communist Party USA has been emboldened. And our free speech is threatened. And because of what happened last week. Now, the Republican Party is weaker today than what it was six months ago. Before the elections. Make no mistake about this. The Republican Party is weak. And that's why I don't support Trump. Ladies and gentlemen, I can continue speaking and speaking and speaking. We're going to have more shows. I'm going to try to have another show come either Thursday or Friday. I will have another show of the Alexander News Show. We're going to discuss more about this. I'm going to try to bring a guest 
on to the show to talk about what happened last week. I'm going to try to bring a guest. I've got a lot of surprises. And one of the things that I'm going to be doing for this show is a live stream of the show so I can come on YouTube. Live on YouTube, whenever I come out, get ready to do the show live. Like right now, I'm going to be doing this on YouTube live. and You'll be able to tune in. Anyways, by the way, if you have a question, you can email it. AlexanderNews at gmail.com. AlexanderNews. Um, let me see. Well, basically, the sh- um, so I can explain. Hold on. Let me make sure I give you the right the right um, email address. AlexanderNewsShow at gmail.com. There you go. That's it. So, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, um, this is uh, Trump's, Trump's uh, Civil War. That's what this is. And this is the first show of 2021. I gave you my perspective, my opinion, from a gentleman that that works, that has his own business. And I have my own business. I'm a special needs therapist, but also from a talk show host. I don't I don't uh, support what Trump did last week, what happened last week. And I hope that these MAGA rioters to storm the Capitol building get punished and justice is thrown at them to the fullest extent of the law and they all deserve to be put away for a long time, okay? You cannot allow this to happen in our country. This cannot be allowed. And protesting, I'm all for it. But when it comes to violence, then that's it. And so that's it. That's pretty much it, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Alexander News Show. Thank you for listening. This is Alexander Cardos. I'll be back in a couple of days. Have a good one. Bye.